Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to Family in the Fray with me, Heather Holiday Holton, a targeted parent of three kids and adult survivor of parental alienation. This podcast is for you if you forgot who you are in the wreckage of alienation and want to reconnect with your authentic self. If you want to rebuild a vibrant life, regardless of being in relationship with your child or not. And if you want to hold space for restoring relationship with your child in a way that doesn't deplete or torture you. With some mindset shifts and practice, you can have a life that includes pleasure, ease, rest, and joy, even while you are mildly, partially, or fully alienated. My goal is for you to listen and feel supported while I give you tips, tools, and hacks to shift your day-to-day experience of being a targeted parent in order for you to feel more empowered and improve your life. The thoughts and perspectives I share are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I am open to doing better and I welcome your feedback. As always, take what feels good and leave the rest. With that said, I am so excited you are here and let's dive into today's topic. Here we go. Hello, you are listening to episode 10 and today we're going to talk about Celebrating wins. Yeah. You might be thinking to yourself in your life right now, wins? What do you mean? I lost in court. I'm not doing so well at work. I'm batting not a very good job at the school administration office of the school where my children attend. You might be thinking, um, you know, Paying child support, paying attorney fees. There's a lot of things that are a bummer in our lives. Our empty homes, the pets that mope around as much as we do. You know, there's a lot of non-wins happening in our life. And our brains, they're really good at amplifying that. You know, um, through the lens of, well, you know, if you were a good person, if you were, um, hadn't done this or married that person or stayed this long or hired the attorney or not hired the attorney or represented yourself, like our brains are so good at amplifying the negative because their job throughout time has been to keep us safe. You know, scan the horizon, assess risk, and figure out how to avoid or mitigate it as quickly and easily as possible. Avoid risk. Stay safe. Thank you, Brain, for staying on the charge of doing that. And in these circumstances, our brains are really busy. There are a lot of threats. It has activated over the top in so many ways, telling us, like... Don't talk to the neighbor. Don't look on social media. Don't talk to those folks. You can't go to the ball game. 
how dare you attend this school performance, etc., 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 right? Like, <sighs> this game is a mental game, and it's not a game, it's our lives. I'm acutely aware of that. I don't say that lightly. What I, I'm saying it with, you know, just trying to frame things up that a large component of what we're doing is mental work. Figuring out how to retrain our brains to operate after trauma. That is a reality. Some systems have gone offline in our brains and we are trying to reconnect them. I'm going to go into more detail about that science-wise. I'm pulling together some articles and reference materials. That's coming up um, next week. But anyway, in the meantime, let me say... We celebrate wins all the time around here. I want you to consider the invitation to make winning really easy in our lives. Our brains are dopamine-seeking, reward-seeking missiles. And if we make it really hard for our brain to get the feel-good pleasure dopamine receptors kicked into gear, then we're just making it really hard for our brains to access those receptors. Like Instead of it being high-hanging fruit on the tree in which you got to like climb up high or get like this big long extension thing that makes it really hard to pluck the fruit because it's... No, like let's move that high-hanging fruit just lower on the tree. And here's what I mean by that. Give yourself credit for all the adulting you're already doing. You are doing so much in your life so well. And let's celebrate the shit out of that. Bring those fruits from up high, down low, and get the dopamine party going on for your brain. So here's here's some classic categories that I love to celebrate. I picked up my meal at my P.O. box and I opened it all up. Total win. Wow, that feels like such a huge adulting chore. And every time I do it, I impress myself and I'm like, yep, yep, I fucking won at that shit. Yes, adulting. I figured it all out. I sorted the stuff there at the post office. I recycled right there. I only took the pieces I needed. I put them in my purse, stacked them, brought them in the house in such a way. I'm on target. I can pay these things. I can respond to these things. I can, you know, reach out to those folks. Like, and I know there may have been a time in your life where like doing this, was just on auto rinse repeat and it wasn't the miracle that it is today. Doesn't matter. That was yesterday's brain or years ago brain or a decades ago brain before trauma. It's okay. Celebrate. You folded laundry. Total when you did the dishes, you went to work You laid in bed and you let another day wash over you, winning, 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 winning as fuck. Don't let anyone take away your wins. Give your brain what you took a shower. 
Yes, you won. Look at you. You get shiny gold stars on your adulting sticker chart. Like, I want you to feel celebration. Feel victory. Feel a sense of accomplishment. You know, I have a younger brother, and I think, you know, I... I, I kind of was an early bloomer. I just nailed being an adult pretty young, paying the bills, staying on top of things, locking and loading a job, going to school, you know, like, but my brother, that was a little bit harder for him and he took him a little longer to bloom. And when I saw him starting to get it right and like build consistency, I would come along like, Hey bro, I see you. You're totally making those car payments and you are staying on top of your rent. And like you are going to work in the ways that you said you would be there. And you haven't done it for just like a little bit. You're doing it for months and years now. That's the hard stuff is the consistency over time. And we don't give ourselves enough credit for, you know, having the job, showing up showing up when you want to and all the days you didn't want to. Yeah, those days, those count extra double time status, actually. Um, are you winning at walking the dog? Are you winning? Did you recolor your hair, touch up your roots? Did you, um, what else? Just, I want the point. <laughs> Clean out the garage. Put up the Christmas tree, um, you know, hang a wreath on the front door. These are wins. These are the little micro steps that you take to put in your life to celebrate and recognize all you're doing so much. You are doing so much, right? So let's, let's celebrate that and even new things especially new things that you're trying to do. Can you create a sense of celebration after you do them? I know for me, I'm having to play a little bit of this trick. Like, oh, I used to go to holiday soirees and stuff. My brain is like, no, we don't do that anymore. That's dumb. That's unsafe. Why would you want to do that? Being social like that is way overrated. Stay at home. In reality, I know I'm going to have a blast. But my brain wants to keep me safe, so I'm telling myself things like, remember, you enjoy social socializing. You like meeting new people. It's fun to have interesting, unexpected conversation. And then after I go to the soiree, I'm going to come back home and I'm going to treat myself to a bath with a fancy bath bomb that I've already selected because... I need to give my brain and my body a reward for doing something hard because there I have a little resistance. You know, it's way easier just to stay at home. Don't get dressed up. I don't have to like have these thoughts. Of, do I wear the mask? Do I not wear the mask? Who else can wear the mask? Is there judgment around that? Who might I meet? What kind of questions am I going to like? Blah, 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 blah. My goal is to go engage for an hour stay there, enjoy myself. And if I'm enjoying myself, I can stay longer. If I'm not, I can come home. And no matter what, after that effort, I have a reward at home. This is me 
using my knowledge about my brain that it is a dopamine-seeking, pleasure-reward-seeking missile and wielding it into um, favorable conditions for me, right? So you can play around with it that, that way. And, you know, I would say especially to our friends and folks that are doing addiction and recovery issues, Every day that you are sober is a day to be celebrated. Yes, every day. I think it's just as important to celebrate day, um, you know, 102 as much as it is day one. Probably even more so on 102 because your brain's going to tell you, oh, no, this is your new normal. You shouldn't celebrate it. It's obvious. It's a given. No, what you're doing in that instance is you're taking the low-hanging fruit and you're putting it up higher on the tree so that it's harder for your brain to get the dopamine that it's naturally wanting. Do not fall into that trap. Don't do it. Don't do it. Bring the fruit back down and celebrate the shit out of every day that is sober for you. Do that. That makes it more likely that tomorrow you're still going to be sober and celebrate again. So do, do you see how our brain wants to move that marker around based on what it perceives to be safety? It's just a trick. It's not always true. We can mentally use our brain and wield it to our benefit. We just need to know what some of the controls and levers are and how to get your brain and you on the same side of the, on the same team. So those are my recommendations as it is to celebration and why you should celebrate what you're doing already. Lower the fruit. Keep it manageable and easy. Use the fact that your brain wants to have a dopamine hit, a, a reward system. So if you're trying to do something new and you're noticing resistance, slap a reward in there. A cele- I, hey, brain, I'm going to celebrate you for going to this holiday party. By after coming home, you're going to get this bath with this fancy bath bomb. That's a treat. That's a reward. That's going to feel good, right? So layer that celebration reward. After you do something difficult, that was number two. I don't think I said number two there earlier. And the, But the third point then is when you notice yourself making that fruit harder to get, your brain saying, oh, you shouldn't celebrate that. So what? You paid your credit card bill 27 times in a row. It's 28. No, celebrate it. It's hard to do these things over time. Consistency is hard. Adulting's hard. Don't make your celebrations farther away, harder to get. Bring them in closer, easier to get, and celebrate them just as amazingly on day 102 as you did day 100 or day one, excuse me, day one. The other thing, and lastly, this would be point four about celebration is it's a high vibe. It's right up there with love, gratitude, 
thankfulness, um, flow, awe, wonder, inspiration. So celebration, what's in that vibe? You know, the hands in the air, waving like you just don't care, or um, big movements in your body that take up space and celebrate. Maybe you kind of go into like a jump mode, you know, woo, jump and excited or running with like a stomping light feet on the ground, like because there's so much energy in your body. Maybe you have feelings of just like your your face and your um, voice getting bigger and louder and more expressive and just, you know, that's a high vibe. You can feel it in your body. You can feel it in your spirit. And when you have moments of that, you gift yourself pockets of that every day, daily, multiple times throughout the day, it's going to spill over. It's going to spill over into other ways and areas and categories of your life. It's an access point to something bigger, better, grander, higher vibe. So that's why I say when, you know, here's another thing I did recently. I wrote some handwritten letters and my brain was like, oh man, you enjoy doing this. But then there's that like vulnerable moment when you put the um, stamp on it and you, it's hanging on your front porch, ready to be picked up by the mailman. And you're like, oh man, am I actually doing that? Am I connecting that way? What are people, do people even do snail mail anymore? I just calm and assure myself, I'm going to feel so much better once the person receives that. And I probably get a phone call or a text with another point of connection. And just doing that and reminding myself that is a celebration. Celebration now in the moment. I can also look forward to the celebration when they get it. And the celebration moment when we get to, you know, chat about that and reconvene. So celebrate. Celebrate the little stuff. Feel it. Enjoy it. This is your life. These are your moments. How much are you leaning into being a human? You can do it. You can human a little little bit bigger, a little bit better, a little bit more authentically, a little bit more courageously. And celebration is such a fun vibe to play in. Okay, I think I've babbled on long enough. Thank you for that. And... I'm going to tag in the show notes as always because tomorrow's episode is about the holiday prep checklist. Yeah, part two of that's happening tomorrow as well as the support group to get into the Facebook support group for more um, connection there. And then also I'm going to tag in some clarity call opportunities. If you've been listening, binging, joining, um, you know, downloading the checklist, then you want to have a conversation with me, get clear on some things in your case with your story, be witnessed, seen, heard, validated, practice boundaries, or get some resources, book a clarity call. 
they're so much fun. Just an hour. There is no pushy sales conversation at the end. Right now, my practice is full. Um, the most that could be done is uh, I could invite you to be on the wait list. That's all. That's it. So I want to throw that out there. It is simply a call for clarification and clarity on what's going on in your life, in your case, how I can be of service to you. And um, the reason I do that is I'm looking forward to hearing about people's stories and putting together more patterns and observations and noticings and um, supporting people going through the same BS. You know, we may be alienated, but we don't have to be isolated. So, all right. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Family in the Fray and spending your precious time with me. Hopefully you're taking away new insights and tools to make your journey less painful. If you find this valuable, feel free to share this podcast with other targeted parents, step-parents, and grandparents, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review and rating. Plus, let's get the word out so every targeted parent who needs this can find it. From experience, I know being a targeted parent is hard, and you probably need tons of quality support. I am so thankful to be here for you. For more information on working with me, refer to the show notes. As always, take care until next time and wishing you ease.